Hey guys, welcome to another episode here on CrossFit, CrossFit Garage Podcast. Yes, this is unscripted, where we are trying to help you have um, lay a firm foundation in fitness, food, and finances. And today we're back into finances, and I found someone great to talk to, and it's a unique story of how we actually got together. There's a lot of guys at the gym go to this Jubilee Church just down the street, and I was like, hey, if all my the guys at the gym that are going there already, and I like them, and they go to this church, and I don't really have a church, I should go. <laughs> then I bump into Scott, and so we're going to have an, uh, a great episode with Scott. And um, I've told you before, if you ever want to shortcut the process to anything, hire a mentor. So one thing you can do at the end of this, you can hire Scott to help you get out of debt. It's your money. He's not going to give you money, but he's going to give you <laughs> advice and knowledge. So That's right. with that, Scott, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you find yourself here in Woodstock-ish Marietta, Georgia? Yeah, that's great. So, hey, everybody. Um, I actually was born in Florida, Okay. Uh, but I've been in this area more or less since I was seven. Um, moved up here when I was a kid, second grade, uh, and came up here for my dad's work. And long story short, I, I grew up in this area, uh, lived in Statesboro for about 13, 14 years, and then we came back up to this area back in 2017. So okay. it's kind of sort of home. What part of Florida did you live in? Down we there? lived in Margate, so down okay. on the southeast side of Florida. I, for a while, I lived down there. Um, with the last name McCann, you can't really tell, but mm -hmm. over my, my mom and all of her family are Italians. Okay. So when I lived down there in Florida, I was a giant. Okay. <laughs> but nowhere else. Yeah. So <laughs> gotcha. all my Italian family are like, you know, five four, and I'm like yep. just barely five eight. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it was fun, um, yep. even as a kid being down there. I but, thought uh, we were talking giant from like yeah, pastries and good Italian. Yeah, they could be that too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> the weird thing with our family is they had a fish market, and there was uh, they were in the um, the 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 Shriners, and there's some always like ties to mafias and stuff you're like really yeah. i don't know we had a fish shop so and boats that went out to sea all uh -huh. the time like that would be a good way to hide but that was i mean my grandfather's been passed away for a while so gotcha. who knows if all that stuff was true <laughs> but as a kid i yeah. always said it, it was like hey, yeah it's a great story we're not going to confirm or deny yeah no that's right here. yeah um, yeah if you come after us i got family that's right um i would like to one day go to italy it'd be okay. kind of fun have yeah. you ever been over there no i haven't yeah. uh for i've been to aruba twice and i've been to mozambique in africa oh um so those were the out of the u.s times yeah. that i've had but uh europe hopefully in about five years oh yeah so you got a plan coming up yeah so uh my wife and i've been married for almost 15 years so uh, that'll be your 20 that'll be our 20 silver no I'm not that's sure. That's 25 what, is silver. It might be. It's, oh, I you, know what you it is. Can it's tell it's me. a European trip year. That's, okay. Yeah, so you, 20 is the big trip. Yeah, you could tell me it's the aluminum <laughs> foil year, yeah. and I would say that sounds right. It sounds good, yeah. <laughs> it's the trip planning year. The year know. of Reynolds wrap. That's yes, right. I'm just, we met, you, as a kid, did you ever take the uh, aluminum foil and like make it into a square and then oh, yeah. rub it on the ground to make like a silver block? Oh, no, I never no, did that. No, that was good. But stuff, I, yeah. I am very good at pressing and packing it very firmly with oh, the yeah. aluminum foil. So I'm a very good cube maker. Can you fold aluminum foil more than seven times? They say paper, you can't. Okay. Can you fold aluminum foil? I would have to get back to you on yeah, that. We're going to test tried. it out. Somebody let me know because it is true. You can't take a piece of paper and fold it more than seven times. It gets okay. too thick. Okay. But aluminum foil may be different because it might be. it's um, probably thinner. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Okay. So, uh, cool. yes, this is also a podcast of um, uh, tangents. Cool. So. Well, I'm in good company <laughs> then. <laughs> um, okay. So the um, big thing is uh, Scott can help you guys with knowledge working on debt. And I'm going to mm -hmm. say, well, uh, let's go into debt. So okay. what's your story on debt? Yeah, so I would say we grew up fairly normal as far as what a lot of American culture would, how they would view money, debt, borrowing, a lot of spending habits. I think we yeah, just so kind of borrow like, it and buy it. That's borrow it, it and buy do. it. If you can afford the payment, go for it. And even if you can't afford the payment, go for it anyway. <laughs> 
They, they brought back a thing called layaway. I don't yeah. know if you ever had layaway. Yeah, 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 like, we did. You have credit cards. Why is there a layaway? But yeah. they will do it for you now. Yeah, we had a store. I forget what it was, but growing up in Florida, there was definitely one store that was layaway. And I remember it might have been Christmas presents that we would go there and Take make payments out. on it. It may have been closed. I forget what it was, but... Uh, it, we've done layaway. Yeah. So um, advice, don't do that, guys. Yeah. And it's coming back <laughs> sneaky with the, the buy now, pay later and like affirm things of that sort. You can just do it from your phone now. The thing that baffles me. So every one of you guys should be using Mint or YNAB or something to track your budget. Yep. There's services out there. Like you can get on an app, buy, mm-hmm. pay them five bucks a month yep. to, to, to read your bills yep. and then tell you what you could already know <laughs> just by going and looking at your bills. I'm like, yeah. what is this? They're yeah. like, Breathe the air before I breathe it, just so I can breathe it. I mean, it's yep. the dumbest thing in the world. Yep. And my kids, whenever the ads come up, we're like, "Who? What?" But yep. it's out there. People don't know what they've subscribed to. They That's don't know right. what they're paying. They're like, "Ah, oh, it's just five bucks." Yep. That's why they make it five bucks. That's right. It's it's like so um, for our gym. Our, our membership's expensive. It's 175 mm-hmm. bucks. We're going to coach you, mentor you, and keep you accountable. We want yep. you to come in. We have about 100 to 150 members, cool. and we want everyone coming in five days a week. Now, on the flip side. Like the big, huge gyms, they have like 40,000 members and they do not want you coming in. Mm -hmm. And you can even cancel your membership and then be like, well, I'm not really going to cancel it. I'm going to pay a $5 fee Mm -hmm. to keep my rate active. So you're paying them (laughs) to not go (laughs) for the privilege of keeping a rate you're not even using. I'm like, man, this is mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. So guys. Yeah. Understand your debt. So how are you guys on debt? So if you're yeah. gonna mentor people, you did you have you done this yourself? Yeah, we have. There you so go. So we are debt free except for our house right now. It's a tough um, one. It, yeah. So and we're we're aggressive with that. We should be done, I would say, between five and seven years nice. uh, from now. And yeah. uh, so <clears throat> I'm thirty seven, so that would put us at early forties with the house paid off. So yeah. God willing that's the plan. Yeah, and yeah. so the uh the I'll tell you this. Um we accidentally paid our house off yeah. when we were younger. There was a dual income, no children. Okay. And we're both engineers. I was a sales guy, so we're yeah. making some decent money. Nice. And um, <clears throat> I think it was, ah, man, at 50, I forget the exact yearing. Let's just call it 2000. And it wasn't 2000, but okay. that's Y2K was happening. So it, there was something going on. Maybe it was 2008. <clears throat> it was one of these years where there's a recession or depression, or maybe we were just depressed. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, my dad said, oh, you got a really big commission check. You should mm-hmm. uh, put it in the stock market because that's going to be awesome. And that's yeah. the normal advice. Yeah. And my wife and I said, I don't know. I mean, our last big debt is the house. Mm-hmm. What if we just start jamming that thing down? And yeah. weird how freeing being out of debt yeah. at that age with no kids and mm-hmm. dum- double income. I mean, I, you could give and do and be generous. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, right. I will definitely help you out. If I mean, yeah, it's weird. It's not like like the mortgage payment that went away. It, I mean, it was a long time ago. I want to say it was maybe like 1300 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, it's just 1300 bucks a month that's going to go into your account. Yep. But it, it, it filled up. It's crazy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Yeah. So our debt, uh, I would say it wasn't anything that was like overly glamorous. It was just normal stuff and right. it just stacked up. Um, and in our case, we really didn't realize how much money we owed. We kind of knew general like, yeah, this is about 200 a month. That's about 400 a month. So we didn't really have a clear picture. Um, and when we started looking at everything and we added it up, it was $64,000 of yeah. non-mortgage debt. Yeah. Uh, and at that point, well done. combined income, we were making about 90000 a year. So we were pushing like a significant uh, amount of our annual income. 
And when we looked at that, uh, it felt very much like this is never going to change. This is just how life is going to be. Um, and it, it was it was good stuff. It was practical stuff. Like we put windows in our house. We had to replace the roof. We had to replace the HVAC. We had to rebuild our deck. Um, what else did we do? We did toilets. We did water heaters. So it wasn't anything that was like, wow, you went on a balling trip. Yeah, yeah, you're driving in a, you know, a Lamborghini. We have a roof overhead that doesn't that's leak. That's right. I mean, that yeah. is like And like, does it stuff. L- look better? Yeah, maybe. But like, is it was it worth it? And I don't know. So um, there is a scheme on this one on the on roofs uh-huh. that I didn't know about. But if you get some a little bit of hail damage and yeah. you get the guy to come out yeah, and they go up there and they look and they're no. like, oh, look at that hail damage. <laughs> your roof is now going to cost $1,000. <laughs> wink, wink. I'm like, what is all this wink, wink? I yeah. don't understand what's happening. Yeah, but you get right. a new roof, you pay a thousand bucks and then somebody pays them the rest of the money. I'm like, what is happening mm-hmm. here? Yeah, this is yeah. the weirdest. Yeah. yeah, we had some some suspicious stuff in our attic that was maybe mold, maybe fire, maybe was a lightning strike, maybe uh, there was no clarity. Yeah, uh, but that's what started kind of queuing us off to the roof, and we had a few folks come out, and we got different things, and we went to insurance, and we said, "Hey, can you help us with this?" And they're like, "Nah, yeah. now nah, you should have known about this." You don't mystery ask in insurance; your attic. you ask the roof. The people. guy. Yeah, okay, go you got to gotta know people. a guy. Gotcha. Yeah, the the insurance guys they kill me. Um, so. We have rental properties, yeah. and uh, we, we had just normal like house insurance on mm-hmm. them. Nobody, I mean, it's the insurance agent. They're like, <laughs> you know it's a rental property. I told you that. And you just gave me the normal thing, which yeah. doesn't cover anything. Yeah. So I need something different yeah. to be covered. Yep. And they're like, uh, yeah? I'm like, so what have I been paying for? <laughs> I just, I, I, I think a business, like, I love that Christian Brothers automotive. I don't know if they're Christian, uh-huh. but it makes me feel like they're going to sure. be honest. Yeah. I just need like, like. Honest insurance. Uh-huh. That's our name. Yeah. Just tell me what, what should I right. be buying? Yeah. Like, don't lie to me. Right. Tell me what I need to know and let's do this. Well, let's just do it. I just yeah. want to pay for the right thing. That's yeah. right. No games. Let's just um, do it. So um, you decided somehow, hey, we should probably tackle this debt. What, what yeah. clued you into that? So part of the only piece that I didn't say as far as our debt goes is um, in May of 2020. So, you know, two months into the pandemic, we decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to buy a brand new vehicle, a brand new vehicle. From, from a dealership and everything. Um, you know, we, we had we had, had some folks tell us, oh yeah, now's a great time. It's like 0% APR. You can right. borrow, it's free money. Just go get your car, go do it. And so we were actually at the dealership. And I will say at that point in life, we were doing some semblance of budgeting. I had a Google Docs uh, sheet pulled up and we were playing with the numbers live. And basically my wife and I came to the you know conclusion like, hey, as long as it doesn't exceed 500 bucks a month, we can afford it. So let's stretch this thing out. You know, and the number they came back with was like, 484. So we were like sold. They knew. We're buying this thing. Yeah, somehow yeah. they had they, a mic think, on you. That's right. That's right. So that's that was part of our 64,000 was a van, which we love. We still have. It's paid off now and it's a great vehicle. Um, that same van we actually took in August of that year to visit some friends of ours that we knew from Statesboro, Georgia. Their names are John and Olivia Egan. Um, and we had been... Uh, We'd gone to church together. We were in small groups together. We knew them. Um, they got connected to Ramsey stuff like two years into their marriage, and they paid off, I think it was about $50,000 of debt in about two years, um, which was wild at that point. And uh, they would, you know, they, they drove like cheap cars they paid cash for. They always seemed to have money to go to Chick fil A. And I was like, how are you going to Chick fil A every time we have small group? We're like sitting here eating. Who knows what we were right. eating back then? It wasn't Chick Fil A. Leftovers, leftovers, leftovers are great though. I do that's a lot right. of that. That's right. Yeah, we we do too. So we knew 
a little bit about, hey, there's a different way to approach all this stuff. But that was honestly, that was probably 2010. Um, so there was a period of about 10 years where we were just like, we had a little bit of exposure to that, but we did nothing with that information. And so consequently, like we never made any progress. Uh, we had student loan debt that we were doing the let's do income-based repayment and let's see if we can like play the game to get the smaller payment so we can get it forgiven. We were, we were playing that whole thing. Right. So fast forward to 2020, we drive down to visit our friends for uh, Labor Day weekend. It would have been. Friends? Same friends. Same okay. friends. And our brand new van. And we're thinking we're hot stuff. And, uh, and so we drive down there. And I mean, honestly, like kind of boastful because it's like, <laughs> check, Look what check I got. this thing. Yeah, it's pretty nice, isn't it? Uh, and when we saw them, there was no shaming. There was no like, do you guys remember like what we did when we were first married, but just being around them, uh, it kind of sparked something. And I was like, I forgot you guys paid off 50,000 in debt in like two years when you were making each 35 K like, that's insane. That's amazing. Uh, they were dinks. They were dual incomes, no kid, yeah. uh, no dual incomes, no kid at that point. And so it kind of just, it opened our eyes. Um, from that point, I went home and I immediately signed up for Financial Peace University, which is a class that Dave Ramsey developed to really walk through this process of getting out of debt, but then more importantly, putting in a plan for your money. So that was that was really what got us started. It was uh, honest assessment of like, hey, where are we with this? <clears throat> a little bit of remember what came up. If you guys can the hear this. The cat is... would like to be part of the show. <laughs> this is our cat, Mikey. He's going to be paid very well for Just this podcast. Just do not uh, step on the pause <laughs> or end. I'm going to cover that. Th so this that may be the world's uh, <laughs> loudest cat and the most vocal cat. So um, it's, it's a good time. So yeah, that's really where our story began. And uh, and we were actually able to pay off, it was $64,000 of non-mortgage debt. So again, that was roof, windows, mm -hmm. HVAC, toilet, van, normal stuff. Uh, so we paid that off. Our goal was initially 24 months is what we were looking at. So 64K in 24 months was the plan. Um, and we were actually able to do it in 15 months. Um, so wow. we like killed our goal, yeah. which was fantastic. Did you guys do a thermometer or a Google sheet or something uh, to like, let's play this game? So part of, <clears throat> if, if uh, part of Financial Peace University, what it includes is like a baby steps tracker. Okay. And so baby step two, uh, I think it had a little piggy, if I'm not mistaken, it was like a little piggy icon. Sure. And, and so it's kind of like a piggy bank notion. Yeah. And, um, and it, it was just really exciting for us every time, every month we'd go in and make the payment. And like, you start seeing stuff disappear and like, it's filling up, it's filling up. And then it changes your projected date. Um, and we kept seeing that move and move and move and move. Yeah, um, we're going to get so into really who fun. Dave Ramsey is yeah. and his methods and stuff. Yep. So guys, if you haven't, well, we're going to get into it, but I would Google him or YouTube it and watch some of the things he does. Yep. It is a fascinating story when we're going to get there. So yep. the thing that they, that you said a couple of things I'm just going to throw out there and then I'm going to have you explain a little bit. Cool. Um, but the, uh, uh, so they get you on this monthly fee Mm -hmm. that you're like, oh, I can afford it because of the monthly fee. But Not not Dave Ramsey, but the folks that we were borrowing money Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. So they're like, it's $50,000. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, this car, whatever it is, I'm yeah. buying 25, whatever. Correct. But it's only $500 a month. Yeah. You could, uh, it's subscriptions and all that. So that's right. You got to watch out for these monthly bits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you need to look into your own finances. Yeah. So that's sure. huge. And yeah. they, they do that on purpose. Correct. Yeah. And then they tell you something like, there's free money. You yeah. know what it's not? Yeah. It's, it's not, not free, free money. Yeah. <laughs> they got you somewhere. That's right. Yeah. And it's, it is neat along those lines. Cause you think about, okay, so is the, is the car dealership, is the rooms to go, is the whatever store, are they doing this out of the goodness of their heart or do they have an agenda? Have they conveniently worked that cost into what you're actually paying for said item because they've now given you 0% interest. It's not, it's not a ministry. They're not actually out to bless you. That's right. And even it, in a ministry, you need, yeah. you need profit, yeah. but these guys, 
are really about profit. Yeah, like they're yeah. actually they're so actually a business. That's it. They're, they're like, actually a business. This is what we want. We want your money, that's and right. we're gonna get it somehow. So we yeah. can say business feed our kids. Yeah, and there's no altruism. We're just that's right. here doing our thing. Yeah, and it's not to go into things like skeptical or assuming that folks are gonna you know try and pull one over on you, but it's just being mindful. Like what may be in it for them, um, and is this something that I want to engage in with them, or are we gonna go a different route to right. still get this thing? But like, can we do it differently? Can we pay cash for that's it? That's right. Can we not play the games? I have not. To, so paying cash for cars is kind of cool. Once you're yeah. out of debt, you can save up for it but yeah um my kid so i've got four kids and um the last one is about to start driving okay and we usually just shift cars down so they never get like they just get whatever we've been using and really it's whatever um she who must be obeyed so whatever verity wants my wife (laughs) okay like if you want a new car or a used car whatever she gets to pick and then we just slowed them down yeah but um yeah so getting trapped i've tried to show them like the dealers want your money one mm-hmm. way or another and they right. get like well anyway there's a lot of stuff that goes into this car thing so yep. there's a there's a book that i read a long time ago that uh, kind of got me to this track it was one it's the uh, millionaire millionaire next door mm-hmm. so it's like the trends and things that the next door neighbor millionaire does yep. like they drive a honda civic yep. they have a normal house yep. they've got 2.5 kids a uh-huh. dog and <laughs> they have velcro shoelaces or whatever right? right so it's a very fascinating take on well they just live a small life yeah right they're not Lamborghinis and whatever, mm-hmm. right? And then I heard, I think it was maybe Robert Kurosaki got me into Dave Ramsey. Okay. I'm like, this is fascinating. Was that Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Yeah, the Rich okay, Dad, yeah, Poor yeah. Dad. That's mm-hmm. exactly it. So that book made me think, well, he says any idiot can be a landlord. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I could do this. But then um, uh, Dave Ramsey really caught my attention. And yeah. I mean... What, he, what year was this for oh, you? Man. Like, do you know when you got connected? It was probably just coming out of college. So it had been like in the in the late 90s okay like like that's right around when he was getting started I yeah think so no podcast it was years. like the radio book, yeah radio and, book. and books on tape and yeah. like you had to go like i love going to cracker barrel yeah and then you would get a book on tape oh, and yeah. now cd and now i guess your phone yeah. does it all yeah, but that's, that's not as fun no yeah, yeah. so and we used to man, we used to always go to cracker barrel but yeah, yeah so the next thing is um so we're gonna kind of scoot around to let you guys learn a little bit more about scott mm-hmm. you do some endurance races tell me about that yeah yeah so um i am not a crossfitter i was whoa, telling, whoa, whoa. so have you done crossfit before so i did crossfit one time that's it. And so it was, you're it was Kool-Aid. exactly one time. And, <laughs> was uh, that at our gym? Was no, it, it was up. Okay. It was up at a gym in Nashville. Uh, we were up for a conference connected to our church, and and uh, one of the guys who I don't know if he's on staff or just one of the leaders <clears throat> there. Uh, he owns a CrossFit gym, so oh. I, I I went there. Come over uh, there, and yeah. he like make you throw up. It was neat. It was neat. Yeah. It was dark and it was early and it was neat. Did he, um, <laughs> did they tailor it back to help you have a good experience? Well, or did they just throw you the right trouble the is I went, I went with a lot of guys from your gym. So oh, like, so they, yeah. They, yeah. So the, the workout that was planned was like, you guys, yeah, let's you're do ready. It. You're ready so, for this. Man, we made a lot of bad business decisions and yeah. it wasn't, well, I'm an electrical engineer by degree. Yeah. I really have no business running a business. Yeah. I'm learning how to do all this as you yeah. go, right? You're it's like, good. hey, I'm tired of working for the man. What yeah. do I do? Well, dang, I have to work for the man, which is me. I got it right. So, uh, we used to like uh, Scott. You're interested in CrossFit? Great. Show up to the 7 p.m. class. I mm-hmm. hope it works out. Yeah. I'm like, that is so bad. <laughs> Would you send your kid? Like, oh, you can drive now. Just here's the keys. Just go out there. Uh-huh. And I don't know. Do you know the rules? I mean, yep. you've stood up and sat down. I mean, yep. so bad. So now we we do an on ramp and we really work with people and teach cool. them and talk to them. But yeah, yep. it was yeah. So I, I think <laughs> CrossFit did ourselves a disservice by being like. Bro, you yeah. can do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> like, no, don't just let's do it. Yeah. yeah. It's still a great, it, well, I still do it. It's a yeah. great workout. Uh, it's, it's a great hack 
to health and fitness. It's, yeah. I'm amazed. I'm 50 mm-hmm. and I'm still throwing down from pretty decent numbers. And yeah. my daughter and I are going to go like on a 24 hour adventure race. Oh, so, cool. but anyway, yeah. so endurance yeah, so racing endurance. for you. So what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, right now, not a whole lot, but, uh, I will say I started running when I was 17. So junior, senior year of high school, oh, yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to start and I'm 37. So I've been running for about 20 years. Um, that started with, well, let's see if I can work up to a 5k. And then it was, let's see if I can get in a 10k. Let's get in a half marathon. Let's get in a full marathon. Um, and truthfully, that was kind of the, the progression. It was just continuously pushing myself a little bit. Um, and I discovered I, I really liked it. And initially I would run with music. Uh, I was training for a half marathon in Chattanooga, Tennessee, in 2012, if I'm not mistaken. At that point, we lived in Statesboro, Georgia, where it's super flat, super humid, super like not a mountain. And uh, I decided, you know, being the genius that I am, we're going to do a half marathon for the first time on an actual mountain. That's a trail race. And this is going to be fine. Uh, And, and, you know, it was fine. Uh, That race was because it was a trail race. You couldn't have more than two people next to each other. Uh, And so one of the rules was no music. And so that was pretty interesting because you need to be able to hear the runner coming up behind you. So that season, I was I was training in Statesboro where it's very flat, very humid in preparation to go run this, you know, 13.1 uh, miles on a, on a mountain. And that was actually really cool because I, I tapped into like a different level of awareness and, uh, and a lot of, I'm, I'm a Christian as well. Uh, and so being out early morning, like before the city's awake, you just like, you see stars and you can just listen to your thoughts and you can hear God and it's, it's amazing. So I got really into it at that stage of life. And that was right around the time we were having kids. Um, so from that point, I did decide, you know what, I actually tried to, to, trained for a full marathon when I was in college before I did the half marathon. I think I I wasn't approaching it well, maybe didn't have the right shoes, wasn't doing something right, got shin splints, like gave up. Uh, And then fast forward a couple years, I did the half. And then a couple years after that, I did the full marathon. um, So you got it in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I've gone all the way up through there. um, And... I had some, like, it, it made me feel like I was close to death, but also like closer to Jesus simultaneously. <laughs> there you go. It's a, yeah, I love the experience. Yeah. So doing a, uh, a run on the road yeah. versus running on a trail, yeah. it's significantly harder because yeah. you have to be super aware and yep. little things catch you. And that's yeah. right. I mean, yeah. maybe it's better on the knees. It's not pavement, I guess. I don't know, yeah. but I prefer trail. Yeah. I significantly prefer trail. And it's especially if it's, if it's a trail near water, that to me is like, that's the perfect run. Yeah. yeah. Did you say you did a triathlon? up there in Chattanooga too? No, no, okay, it was, okay. that was just a half, half yeah, yeah. marathon, yeah. Yeah, these guys that do triathlons, I'm yeah. like, their, their tagline is, if you're still on your first wife, you're not training hard enough. Oh my gosh. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. so, what are we actually well, promoting here? Right, I, 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 so um, I, one of uh, my buddies does do uh, uh, triathlons and uh, yeah. he did an adventure race with us Okay. and um, he was in much better shape than us, but okay. riding a mountain bike is yeah. much different than riding a road bike. That's right, so yeah. He's like, it's a little kid, like not my thing, but yeah, yeah he, he crushed it. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, you said you did CrossFit exactly once. I love yep. that in your text to me. That was mm-hmm. great. Now, you also work for KSU. What do you do at KSU? Yeah, so I work uh, wait, as... Wait, wait, wait. KSU is Kennesaw State University. That's for anybody who's not in Georgia. I know yep. there's some people in Australia that download us. I love you guys. I, I would tell me your name. You know, and, there's actually a guy that I just met that works at, Kennes- the, at KSU that's from Australia. It may oh, really? be, it may be, it may be that, that you that recruited way. your listener yeah. and now he well, lives here. I've got a cousin who lives in New Zealand, so I'm curious okay. if he somehow, like, like Devin, if it's you, let me know. Yeah. So you're at KSU. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'm at KSU. Um, and I will say anything that I say about KSU is just Scott Curley's opinion. This is not reflective of, of KSU. Blues there you go. Values. I love that. We have disclaimers. We, we, have we need that. There's so many people 
downloading this podcast yeah. Yeah, in the millions. Yeah. That's right. I I'm, mean, Joe I'm Rogan sure... and I, were like this. Yeah, yeah we're super yeah, close. I, I get that. I, <laughs> I, I can tell that about you. Um, so I'm the director of academic advising for the Bagwell College of Education. So okay. basically what that means is I work within our education programs uh, predominantly with the team who works with students. Okay. So I am a little bit more removed from the day-to-day functions as, as the director, as the leader of the office, uh, but I do still get to meet with students and, and help them. So there's there's a combination of, you know, here's, here's some stuff you can be doing to be more successful. Here's some different stuff you can be doing. We touch on careers. We touch on motivation. We touch on study skills. We touch on lots of different stuff. That's cool. And a lot of what I do is having meetings, looking to streamline things, um, and engaging in conversations that need to be had on behalf of students and my team no i like that so it's it's there are many things that i would like to tell my kids yeah and they just won't hear it but if you know coach or boss or the other person Uh that's not me you sometimes tell these students (laughs) the same thing like hey you should probably study or listen right they're gonna be like well, he said it. Yeah, so it that's a really true. good idea. I've never heard that before. <laughs> parents are like, thank you. Just, just yeah. parents, if you're out there and you have that situation, ask your friend to say it and then just take a deep breath and say thank you. That's it, right. It doesn't have to be you. That's right. It could be somebody else. So that's thank right. you for taking care of those students. Absolutely. So Evie has, Evie's my youngest and um, she has this idea. She's like, you know, high school is kind of eh. I'm like, well, that's true. I, mm-hmm. I tell my kids it's a four-year prison sentence. Okay. Get your education. <laughs> get out. You're never going to see these people again. Yeah. And that's not exactly true. They still have some friends. Two of them are graduated. One One's a senior. Okay. I said, just suck it up. It'll be okay. Yep. So, but it will be over. There's an end to it, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, could I end it earlier? Could I like do dual enrollment yeah. at KSU? I'm like, uh, I guess. <laughs> can I, I go to college for free? <laughs> yeah, they do that. You yeah. can go and like get your, like as they'll let you in as a sophomore. Yeah. As long as you've had algebra two, maybe uh-huh. you can get in as a sophomore, junior or senior. Yep. And it's like tuition is paid for by yep. the state That's or something. Right. That's like, exactly right. I, what? Yeah. So, so it's like still, hope. still a high school student. Yeah. But also as you're finishing your high school degree, you're taking credits. And and they especially if you go to KSU, we're part of a, a system, a network called the University System of Georgia or USG. And those classes are all transferable to any USG school. So if you start out at KSU and uh, you know, again, KSU, hello, love you. Uh, you know, you stay at KSU, or if you don't stay at KSU, those credits just transfer. Do you have to stay in Georgia or can you go anywhere? You can technically go anywhere, but I it's see if it's, it'll it's, transfer. it's it's guaranteed placement okay. within Georgia. Oh, but like, like if someone goes out of state, then yeah. it would be evaluated based mm-hmm. on some learning outcomes. We just had a, objectives. Evan's good buddy, uh, Andrew, uh, did his first year at KSU okay. with the intent of going to Georgia Tech. And yep. they, they took everything. Yeah. I was like, I told him, I was like, they probably won't take your calculus because they're very strict about uh-huh. their, no, they took it. Yeah. I'm like, That's, well, how about all, that? It's all yeah. part of the same so family. He's gonna so he's going to be, I think, nuclear engineering or something. I don't know. He's, okay. He had something really tough. I'm like, yeah. I think you picked the hardest one. Yeah. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. Um, so I went to Georgia Tech. Yeah. And I, I like shoved my kids the other way. I'm like, don't go. It's, it's so hard. <laughs> and it could be because I really wasn't that sharp. I just yeah. worked really hard. But, yeah. Oh, man. So Evie has come up with this idea that, well, how could I do it? I'm like, I don't know. So we're, yeah. we've been exploring this idea. Of, A lot of people do. Yeah. So I think she can. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then I don't know. Like, So parents, if you're out there, this is fascinating. Yeah. You can have college credits paid for by the state. That's right. And your kid's not really involved in high school. I mean, yeah. I think they're still registered at the, the school. That's correct, because it, it's working for both. Yeah. So as Do you go to school at KSU, or do you do it online? Uh, you can do either. Oh. So you can do in-person, you can do online, and then some some dual-enrolled students are, f- like, all day at KSU. Some just will go for a class, and then they're back to their high school. So, so it's really, it depends on how hard you want to go yeah. and what, what the course offerings are, things like that. So what would be the... Hmm. So when they do, 
having all these kids graduate, they're like, I have a 4.2. I'm like, look, yeah. all A's is a 4.0. <laughs> what is a 4.2? I'm like, dad, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. We told you this one. You don't have anything. Yeah, so apparently if you get an A in an honors class, you get an extra 0.5 yeah. or something. It can because be, it's honors. It can be honors or STEM-weighted classes. Yeah, STEM usually, and AP and yeah. D, they give you extra. Like, it was harder, so we're just going to yeah, give you points. Right. I'm like, what? Yeah. So... If somebody, if, does it, does it change their ability to get into, I don't know, Georgia Tech or UGA or whatever, Mm -hmm. or even just KSU, if they didn't actually graduate high school, if they did this, you know what, if they go all time, like full time Uh or whatever it is, part time, dual enrollment, does it change their like waiting system? Like, oh, you did. I mean, I would think it would be cool. Like you're already in college doing college work. Uh So yes, that's way better than honors history it's college history yeah but i don't know that i don't know that it would impact and i think you know maybe due to movies we kind of have this like sensationalized view of like a guy or a board that's like oh this essay is trash this is garbage (laughs) you know that's not usually how it works in admissions it's kind of just like data processing where it's like if this then this and cool welcome in right you you paid the admissions you meet the criteria we'd love to have you um so you know a lot of that depends on the school if if they're selective or if they're open access all that stuff so it's it probably doesn't hurt and and really, I love that we're touching on this because uh, a lot of, you know, part of our story with debt was student loans. And if if you can engage in dual enrollment, then you're lessening the time you're in college, which is lessening the likelihood you're going to take out debt. So it's a great thing. Yeah. Um, I will say with that, when I was in high school, I knew one guy who took like one class dual enrollment. And I was like, this is weird. I graduated in 04. It was forever ago. I'm, I'm, I'm ancient. Uh, but uh, I now tell you when it, I graduated. Is... I graduated in 04 as well, but it was the uh, other, <laughs> other century. It was 1904. 1904. It was a yeah, good yeah. year. It was a good year for... Uh... <laughs> I'm looking good for 126. Yeah. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. the CrossFit. <laughs> it is the CrossFit. Guys, you heard it right here. Yeah. Scott can see me. It's yeah, the CrossFit. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with that though, it's, it, it's I, I only plug that I would say is it's not right for everybody. You know, like for when I was in high school, I was not emotionally or probably academically prepared to step into that. Um, So, you know, us, my wife and I both work at KSU. So we see things from the college side. We also see things from the parent side. And I think it's just a conversation have with your kids. Like if, if, it's going to be successful. Yeah. Great. If it's a horrible idea, even though it has good perks, don't do that. Yeah. Well, Evie is a dirty fourth born. So okay. She <laughs> has a mouth like a sailor. Okay. And I'm like, oh, it's because you're the fourth in line and yeah. your sister said it and your brother said it. Yeah. Right. So and she's they're like, still alive. Yeah. So, so her maturity is like, yeah, she's like, I'm, I don't know everything. I'm like, Hmm. So you funny make- story. We had uh, Olivia, our oldest, at We School at First Baptist, yeah. and she had this great friend. I don't remember her name, Tina, but uh-huh. Tina would say things like, "No, Santa's not real." Mm. And you're like, "What? What? 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 She would, like she threw it all out there. I'm like, "You can't be friends with Tina. She's like a little hellspawn." Yeah. Turns out she's like the fifth kid. Okay. And so now that I have the fourth, I'm like, "Oh, I get it. She yeah. just knew everything. She just That's she right. wasn't. She's just right. She knew all the tricks and hacks and whatever. <laughs> like uh, I was very naive. There's a lot of things that I've learned over time. Uh-huh. It's, one of them is how to be a better human. So okay. yeah, right. That's I'm good. trying. Um, so there's a, when you were talking about the, uh, the, sorry, I'm going to back us up and scratch off this note. Yeah. When you were talking about the, um, the uh, hike that, that you went on and that like getting this wisdom and whatever, mm-hmm. I do feel like, like Evie's driving me to school mm-hmm. and I'm, like seeing cars flash beside, like that's getting close to Jesus as well. Yeah, Every time she does, right? That's right. But uh, there's this um, book called The 12 Hour Walk. Okay. So you go out in the woods and you walk for 12 hours, but oh, you wow. wrote this book on it and just, it's a fascinating read. Yeah. Um, Maybe up your alley. So, that's cool. um, but back to KSU or, or not into KSU, but the debt side of college. I yeah. think that's one that gets people and they don't oh, yeah. really understand what's happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll sign up for it. That's right. <laughs> 
interesting. Yeah. So I will say this is this is something that again I think is is maybe a little bit of a disconnect between media and reality. So I'll just say that. And again, these are Scott Curley opinions, not reflective of KSU. So when the, so the way that most schools do it, there is there is no automatic granting of student loans. So there are some schools. I, I know one private school in Tennessee that I will not name that apparently automatically accepts it on behalf of students because most of their folks take them. Um, so how a lot of schools will do it is you you fill out the FAFSA, the free application for, uh, yeah, free application for federal student aid, FAFSA. Uh, and so from that, you get an offer and then you choose, do I accept this? Do I not accept it? Uh, and within that, there will be some, some free funds like scholarships, the Hope Scholarship, as an example, or Zell Miller, if you're in Georgia, that can be applied for through FAFSA. Um, and that's, that's free money. It's state money. You never have to pay that back. So I think, you know, some folks may not know that you can you can accept the free money and decline the borrowed money and it's not like they're going to not give you the free money because if you're entitled to it you get that money um, we were confused on that with olivia yeah and you're like, i'm like i don't know, what's no to this? Right. what are they gonna do yeah, for sure <laughs> so let me ask you this one so uh, parents you may not know this it, it, it the, the hope scholarship if you're not in georgia you definitely don't know it but the yeah. hope scholarship and the zell miller scholarship similar but different yep um and they basically will pay for tuition yeah. for about four years yeah as long as you maintain like a 3-0 or a 3-8 or whatever mm-hmm. the, the the markings are yep um I've had, uh, I see, my youngest sister, Vivian, who was like 28, I think it was Vivian, one of her friends dual enrolled Mm -hmm. and then took two years of college in high school and then used the four extra, or the two extra years because she got her undergraduate degree to get her master's. So she had the hope pay for her master's. I'm like, wait, what? And I think the way she did it was she never actually graduated. She left one class undone. Okay. And then she like finished them both at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was, I was gonna ask you about that because yeah. it does cap out when you finish your right. First and so program, she never so. finished it or she something like that. I'm yeah. like, huh? Yeah, that is fascinating. Yeah. But it was still just four years. Yeah. So that's very my cool. kid told me. Uh, so parents know this. Uh, over the state lines, yep. there's two little uh, gems that they're gonna lure you to. One is Auburn, and the other is Clemson. Hmm. I've heard of these. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and once you cross the state line, you no longer get Hope Scholarship or Zell Miller. So Olivia's tuition with her uh, scholarship um, for being smart or whatever it was she got. I'm oh, sorry, honey. I don't know what it was for. It's still fifteen thousand dollars a semester. Oh, yeah. Evan is going to UGA. Yeah. And his is fifteen hundred mm. a semester. <laughs> like what? That is. Insane. So yeah. we are lobbying Levi mm-hmm. and Evie to stay in state, yeah. big time. Yeah, and I've <laughs> so. I've heard you talk on your on some other podcasts. That's right, because that everybody guys... listens to the CrossFit Garage podcast. I yeah. mean, if you don't, you it's should. huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you for sure should. <laughs> so, and I, I know you've got five twenty nine plans for your kids. Yeah. So you've got college savings plans, except for Evie because okay. we forgot. That. Okay, yeah, but but we love Oops. Evie though. Yeah, we do. She's like, <laughs> look, we're just going to pay cash, but you can roll those down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. Evan won't use all of his because yeah. he's in state, and it's like this is way cheaper than yep. I ever thought. It would be. Yep. And I was going to ask you from a parent perspective and someone who saved for kids college, did you guys have those conversations around, Hey, this is what we're willing to pay up to. And if you exceed this, then that's on you. Or did you just say, Hey, you guys have, have really worked hard at this and we're in a place where we can bless you with this. So where yes you want to go? Yes to all of those. Okay. And it changed over time. Yeah. So originally it was, look at us, we save money. We pay things off. Let's start uh-huh. 529. Yeah. Yeah. And then Olivia went to Auburn for chemical engineering. I'm like, hey, that's $15,000. Evan went to UGA. Wait. And so I'm learning. So Levi, I'm like, Levi is pretty good with like getting his own stuff done. And he's like, I got this. Hold my beer. I'm like, well, that's funny. We don't say hold my beer. Don't do that. So (laughs) he's getting all his stuff done. I'm like, so right now his, uh, I think he's aiming at UGA. He's got a couple uh, uh, acceptances. He did really good on his ACT and his GPA and all that. He's worked hard for it. So 
he um, is taking care of all of that. So okay. the, the story has changed yep. to Levi. Yeah. I trust you. You're going to finish the application and actually get into UGA. <laughs> And you're going to do the fast for the, the, the FAFSA? FAFSA. FAFSA. FAFSA, yes. Yeah, a lot of people say FAFSA, and that is inaccurate. That's the other one. Yeah. Well, there's no, the, I don't know what that that's is. That's community chest. Right now we're talking about uh, <laughs> the other one, chance, right? Chance okay. and community chest for Monopoly. It's different. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, I told him, yeah. I was like, so here's the, here's the deal, buddy. I'm happy to work with you for college and get this thing done mm-hmm. if you do it right. Okay. If you mess it up and you go from 1500 to 15,000 because you just didn't fill out a form, you're going to have to work. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of like a, I've learned my lesson. Yeah. Like, like we would give the kids like, Oh, you have an allowance and uh-huh. here's some chores. And yep, I'm like, yep, no, yep. no, no, you're in YNAB and mm-hmm. you have to schedule your money nice. and like, and like detail your budget because mm-hmm. they're like, dad, this, this magical little mm-hmm. square of plastic. So for some reason <laughs> I can't buy things. I'm like, it's not magic. Well, I'm teaching them bad lessons. Aren't I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And, and I like I like your approach to college. Um, and, you know, our kids are 10 and, and almost 8. So we've got a few years before we better start taking there. the ACT now. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Ship them off to some sort of studying boot camp. Right. Um, but we're, we're planning kind of a combination of, of what you guys are doing. So we are saving some money for kids college already. And that's part of the baby steps that I imagine we'll talk about from Ramsey. Folks. Yes, we are going to yeah. get to Dave Ramsey. But, you soon. Know, Sorry, we, guys. Th- this <laughs> can be a three hour. Po- we, can, <laughs> we can like rival an Avengers movie. <laughs> that's right. And, and you guys can hear my cat. Um, but, that is uh, a superhero. It is she's a superhero. actually a villain because she's about to step on my phone, aren't you? You're looking for it. I know. Where, where am I going with this? So, uh, you know, I think having a combination just for us of, of some savings set aside and then also just cash flowing expenses right. and also having them work when yeah. they're in school, yeah. uh, it doesn't have to just be... I think the important thing is have a plan, right? right. So with, with all of this stuff, have a plan. If you have a plan or a goal, yeah. you'll get there. If you yeah. don't, then you're going to end up on somebody else's plan. That's and exactly you know what? Right. The guys who want your money want, they want your money. That's right. <laughs> so they're going to get it <laughs> Yeah. because you have no plan. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll jump ship real quick. We're going to do two, two quick or one topic, and then we're going to get into some Dave Ramsey. We're going to give you some ideas on baby steps, give you guys <laughs> um, a couple of things you can do. Again, you can do all of this online. You can read a book. You can go to the website. But... I promise you, if you want to get something done faster, hire a mentor. Scott is available. You can call me, um, text me, email me, and I'll get you to Scott. But before we do that, Jubilee Church, how'd you yeah. get involved in that? Yeah, so we, uh, we've we known the folks who lead the lead. Okay, this is good English. I speak English as a it's first good, No, language. yeah, you're in education. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's perfect. So, okay, Bryce and Christine Fogel are the lead pastor and our pastor's wife. My wife, Christy, was actually roommates with Christine, Bryce's wife, uh, in college at Georgia Southern. So Christy knew Christine and Bryce before they were married. Um, and I came into the scene 2006. Seven is when Christy and I started dating. Um, so at that point, Christine and Bryce were married. Um, they are actually the people that were pretty strongly influential in leading us to faith and oh. like accepting Jesus yeah. and realizing what he's done in our lives, which is amazing. Um, so we got connected in Statesboro. They moved up here uh, before we did. I think it was maybe 2012, 2013. So we kind of lost touch for a little bit. And uh, I, I mentioned that I was born in Florida, grew up here, left, and came back. And when I say here, like literally my parents' house is three quarters of a mile oh, down nice. the road. So yeah. where we're sitting right now, I have walked many times. And it's like, uh, it's not even a hard walk. Getting my steps Getting in. Getting my yeah, steps yeah. in, yeah. So uh, we grew up very close to here. So I knew that they were in the Woodstock area and like could picture exactly where they were um, 
when they were living there. So once we moved up here in 2017, we did not initially start going straight to Jubilee. Um, we had visited Jubilee once, maybe 2015, <clears throat> when we came up to visit my parents. And, uh, and we loved it. It was different than the church we were a part of in Statesboro, and it was much smaller than what we were used to. So yeah. we were like, hey, that was pretty cool, but I don't know if that's exactly what we're looking for. Right. So we, uh, for about three months, once we moved up here, we tried some different churches, and we would like different things about them, the worship, the teaching, the community, but we never really found anywhere that had all three of those things in a really sweet spot. And uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny, uh, but it was the first day of January, uh, first Sunday of January of 2018 is when we visited Jubilee and we have never gone anywhere else since then. <laughs> and the go. reason that I say it's funny is uh, we, Craig and Natalie Guffey, who I know are members yeah, yeah. of, of uh, Jubilee and also CrossFit Garage, uh, we have kind of some strange parallels. So we both visited Jubilee the exact same Sunday, the exact same year, but we also got married the exact same day, the exact same year. And we didn't know each no, other. How about that? Like literally, they are they beat us by one hour of marriage. Yeah, that is, so maybe they could just take a nap they, and yeah, we can we like just fix seed, we can catch them. Doppelgangers or yeah. a, a body snatchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're they are really good people. I um, <clears throat> I keep telling like we ha we have a motto on the board. It's we are happy, humble, helpful people. We yeah. be healthy and fit now as well as in our nineties. Yeah. Natalie has joined the team and yeah. she is happy, humble, and helpful. I mean, she is so bubbly and fun to talk to. She's yeah. always got a smile on her face. Yep. Yeah, she is awesome. That's Craig awesome. is awesome. I try to I know he's taken a position in uh, the church doing the stores. Yeah, that's right. And I try to get him on the podcast to talk about it. He's like, no, but I'll send you, <laughs> I'll send you an email and you can post that. I'm like, all right. So yeah. it's a it's a consignment store called Revive, just uh, um, down the street from the, the gym guys. Yeah, so we've we got two two locations, one in Woodstock, one in Smyrna. If you ever are uh, thrifting or looking for good stuff, mm -hmm. and so it was funny. He was telling me being next to Goodwill is actually yeah. great because when we don't want to take the things because that's like yeah. not what we're going to sell, that's we just right. tell them donate it to Goodwill. Yep. I'm like, yep. beautiful. Yep. So yeah, I ended up finding so. It was a. Uh, uh, I found the y'all's church. Um, the uh, I didn't realize that like twenty or thirty of our members yeah. were going to the church, mm -hmm. guys and girls. And then like one day I overheard him saying something. And I'm like, huh, I like these guys. They have good, the values are very similar to mine. That's right. We like to work out and do stupid stuff. Yeah. Uh, Aaron took a bunch of guys and went on this uh, like mountain man retreat, hunting elk and stuff. I'm oh, like, nice. oh, I wish I could have, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm into that stuff. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, I don't do good with church. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up Catholic. Yeah, I did too. Basically, you know, don't go to church, like except for Easter and Christmas, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, so we tried a bunch of places. We tried to find a lot of community in the very small North mm -hmm. Point church. Yeah, yeah very right. small. <laughs> very, super small. I think it's too big. Yeah. And um, so I was like, you know what? I think the thing that I've never really tried is go to a place where people I already know and like mm. are already there. Okay. So yeah, so I've only been twice now, but yeah. both times I've like, saw new people from the gym that I didn't know. So Pete oh, yeah. sat next to me. He's like, no, this is my first time. I'm like, great. Yeah. And the next time, uh, um, John Mastro showed up and he's like, oh, this is our second time. I'm like, well, here we all are. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's been pretty cool. But, um, yeah. so in that, th the reason this comes up is I s saw you at the last service or y'all were talking about, Hey, we do, um, uh, uh, financial peace mm -hmm. studies yeah. to help people. So another way you guys can get mentoring is join these study groups when mm -hmm. they have them. Um, look at the Jubilee website, or I guess ask me and I'll find out where they are. Yeah. But if they don't do that and they want to get into Dave Ramsey, tell mm -hmm. me what Dave Ramsey's approach is, why he did this. And like, like, what do people do if they want to get out of debt? What are the basic ideas? Yeah. 
So I would say people get plugged in in a few different ways to the Ramsey principles. So one of them is doing a class, which we've mentioned already, Financial Peace University or FPU. Um, so that was that was our initiation really was just, well, this is the class that teaches this. So we're just going to sign up for a class. Um, other folks will get connected more through books. There is a book in particular called The Total Money Makeover uh, that was really Dave's Hey, first main book uh, that that lays out the process of the seven baby steps. So some people get into it from the book. Um, others get into it from the podcast. So I am big on, uh, I listen to the Ramsey Show podcast a lot and a couple other shows on their network. One of them is called Smart Money Happy Hour. I don't know if you've ever listened to that. Listened to that uh, but it's two personalities. Uh, it's a guy named George Campbell and then Rachel Cruz. And they have a cocktail or mocktail and they podcast and they talk about pop culture events, but connect them to the baby step principles. So there's a lot of approachable ways that you can get connected to this material, depending on, on what you like. And, and for me, like I learn from the podcast, but I'm also just entertained right? Um, yeah, to yeah. the point where it's like, Oh yeah, that's my friend, George and Rachel. Like yeah, I, I and I actually have met Rachel. I've not met George. Um, when we were up in Nashville, we got to meet them at the studios. Cool. So there's different ways to get connected. And yeah. I think ultimately for folks who are interested, it can feel Coming into this, it can feel very much like this is complicated. This is weird. Uh, you know, and like I've, I've found from talking to people about Dave Ramsey, um, <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Debt snowball cash envelope system. And that's those are part of what he teaches, uh, but it's not the entire thing. And so I've found a lot of times is that folks don't realize it's an actual process beyond that. Right. And it's not just get out of debt and, you know, never have fun and don't use a, a credit card ever and don't ever use debit, just use cash. But it's more than that. It's, 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 we build the foundation and then we build from that foundation, uh, with, with the seven baby steps. So those are a few different ways that folks can get connected. Um, one of the things that I've done is, is through this, We've been walking out this this process, uh, and I have done a certification through Ramsey, their their financial coach master training program. So I'm also a certified Ramsey financial coach, which is where the the one on one coaching mentoring yeah, can come right. in. Yeah, so lots of different ways, honestly. Sorry, cat. I would say there's not a wrong way to get into it, depending on what you like is yeah. probably what avenue you should look for. And there's these two approaches they go yeah. through. Debt snowball is the one they recommend. And yeah. I get it emotionally, it works. Yeah. The other is a debt avalanche. Yeah. So tell me what these two systems are and why yeah. debt snowball is the one that works. Cool. So this is uh, this is really a process for paying off debt. And essentially with the debt snowball, you don't pay attention to interest. You pay attention to balance. So what you're doing is you're stacking up your debts and the smallest balance to the largest balance. And the reason that they found that this is wor working and effective and the reason they recommend this is because you start to realize that it's more about behavior than it is about head knowledge. And so in our case, <clears throat> when we paid off the $64,000 of non-mortgage debt, we did it from the debt snowball. And I think our smallest balance was maybe like 800 bucks, a thousand bucks. And we were able to actually just pay that off the very first month that we got started. And then what that did is it showed us, hey, this first thing is already paid off. And it also freed up that amount we were paying every month. And then the whole notion is what you've now paid off. You take that amount and you put it into the next one, put it into the next one, put it into the next one. So that's the snowball. So think of it, snowball. You, you take an $800 small snowball, start rolling it down the hill. Yep. It gathers traction or that's gathers right. cash and builds into the biggest and bigger That's and bigger, right. right. Exactly. Yeah. And so for us, it was very, very motivating to start to see some of those smaller things go away. Um, 
And it helped me believe in the process. And I, I remember there was one point as we were going through this financial peace class, when we crossed over the $20,000 of debt paid off, which was actually still in the class, which is crazy because it's only nine weeks. <laughs> uh, when we got to that $20,000 paid off mark, I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually going to happen. And the it's, crazy thing is, it's not like you went out and like sold a leg or no, a kidney. I still have all of my original yes. parts. And you're like, it's, <laughs> and, 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 and the, 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 it's just amazing that people, like we don't look and see. Yeah. So when you looked at that 800 bucks, you're like, oh, well, yeah. I could just pay that off. That's right. Why didn't we just pay that Correct. off? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't I just do that? Exactly. So this is what a mentor or someone to lead you is going mm -hmm. to show you. And yeah. they're going to keep you accountable to, you could just pay that off. That's right. And, and it's, it's, it's this concept of, um, N equals one. Yeah. So how many houses have you bought? Well, one. Mm -hmm. So I'm a landlord. I've bought several houses. It's not one. It's not a, you know, a million, but if I talk yeah. to a real estate agent, they've bought and sold a ton of them. That's right? right. When we're at the gym, and someone's like, well, how can you look at me with like two lifts and know how to help me? Mm -hmm. Because N doesn't equal one. I've watched this lift a million times, mm -hmm. right? It's the same sort of thing. You, you don't know what you don't know yep. until someone just says, duh. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> how about that? You know what? My dad probably told me that because my dad said it. I didn't uh -huh. want to listen, but yeah. because you did, that's right. it makes total sense. Yeah, that's right. So then what's the debt avalanche? So the debt avalanche is more focused on the brain, right? So this is for folks who are like, hey... I, wouldn't it, this, this is where we start saying, wouldn't it be smarter if, this is the wouldn't it be smarter if people, um, which I, I may have heard someone I'm talking to, uh, you know, may, may favor this method. <laughs> yeah. so, I didn't do it. Okay. It does. So yeah. all the engineers out there are yeah. all saying, wait, just the highest percentage first. That's no right. guys, I get it. You also don't have emotions and it's That's okay. Right. That's right. If you're a normal human that has emotions, it took me 50 years to get, the others, get those emotions. Uh -huh. You can't do it this way. It just yeah. won't. Because the wins don't come. You need yep. small successes. You need right. stepping points. And that's, that's what right. the snowball does. But yep. the avalanche does what? Yeah. So the avalanche, <clears throat> instead of looking at the smallest balance to highest balance, you look at the highest interest to lowest interest. So the notion is let's go with the most mathematically strong bang for our buck with the avalanche. What it does not do is enable you to have those quick wins, which does not help with motivation. And although maybe you're saving money by paying on that 9% or 25% before you pay on your 3%, you're never getting to the point of freeing up that entire balance and seeing that thing gone. Right. So it feels like, well, my brain tells me this is smart, but like my heart has not come to life in this process. I do not yet believe this is going to change anything. Right. With that snowball, you actually see it because that junk is just gone. You've knocked it out and you don't even have to worry about it anymore. Right. No so, more letters or no more emails. No more letters, yeah, no more gone. emails. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's... Uh, the Ramsey folks, they say, uh, I think they say money is, is about 80%. It's, it's about, it's, it's more about, um, basically emotion than head knowledge. It's about behavior, 80% right. behavior, 20% head knowledge is what they say. So, and you really see that playing out with, with the debt snowball, debt avalanche sounds great, makes sense, but from a really behavior work. change perspective, it right. doesn't, it doesn't get you and, there. And, and then, and you probably would give up. Uh, I imagine it's something like if you're, you know, the, when I trained for the full marathon, it wasn't going well and I gave up on the entire process. That was before I actually successfully ran it. Then 
when I did successfully run it, I believed in the process, I did the right things, and I was successful in the outcome. So I think there's a lot of connections that can be made there. And the nice thing about this whole thing is the the Ramsey folks, it's, it's literally been like tens of millions of people have gotten out of debt and built wealth following this. So I don't really need to create my own plan. If you've already found out that there's there's a plan that 10 millions of people have done. And the other piece to this too is <clears throat> we talked about with like, uh, I think we were talking about furniture and car dealers. So what's in it for them? When you look at it with the Ramsey folks, they're not actually profiting off of what I did back in 2020, with the exception of it, I paid for the class. That was it. But really, the person who's winning is the person who's going through the process. So they're not sitting there, you know, they're not benefiting any way, shape or form, aside from maybe you pay for the class or buy their book. But really, they're getting to take part in that transformation. And that's really where the magic is. And that's that's the part that I love too. Yeah. So while I may get paid to mentor somebody in financial coaching, by me getting to see somebody else have those wins, is, is it's encouraging. It's one of those things, you know, you hear people talk about, what do you, when you're in your zone, when you're in your sweet spot, like work doesn't feel like work and you lose track of time. That's right. For me, that happens with financial coaching and it happens with career coaching. Yeah. And those things are so connected, but seeing people find freedom, step into stuff that they were born to do, and realize, oh my gosh, I've been doing it this way for 38 years or for 50 years. And now there's a new, like I can now see a path forward, whereas I previously didn't see this. And right. so getting to be part of that transformation is really powerful. Yeah, I love cool it. cool if you can work in your zone. Mine oh is my gosh. coaching yeah. and spanking my children. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding, kids. I know you don't listen to this. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's another thing I changed. Don't spank as, don't spank as often, guys. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. The, um, uh, the, I think the, the, the part, well, so maybe it's a universal truth. Maybe it's written in the Bible somewhere um, <laughs> about money and your heart and all that. But yeah. but it's th- this behavior change, um, yeah. even in what we do. So um, this is going to come out way after. But right now is like, January 30th. Happy birthday, Levi. Um, so it's, <laughs> Levi just turned 18 today. But uh, so um, it's January 30th. Um, on February 1st, we're going to do log your food. So I know this will come out after it. So it's kind of a weird like. We're basically in a DeLorean going okay. back to the future. Yeah, I know. Congratulations. So weird. As this, these podcasts get weird in my head. Someone was like, oh, I just heard you say it. I'm like, I recorded that like six weeks ago. Yeah. I don't even know what I said. But um, if you put a little bit of attention in logging yeah. your food or tracking your finances, mm-hmm. if you watch it, things that are tracked and measured get attention. That's right. You're going to learn something about your behavior. Yes. And you're like, wow, I snack every night. Right before, if I don't go to bed at 10, I snack mm-hmm. at 11 big time. Yep. Make sure you go to bed at 10, That's right? right? Learn these things. It's, 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 it's literally not rocket science. Yeah. It's, ha- it's, you can't, you know, it's like when you tell your friend, um, uh, I don't know, you're in college and you're dating someone uh-huh. they're like, they did this thing that's bad. They're like, yeah, they're bad for you. Yeah. You can't see it because it's you. That's right. You can't see your behavior. Yep. And this is why it works in the gym. So we, we've been doing this, uh, um, these, uh, uh, squat cleans or power cleans, um, for an eight week cycle. So this week is the week five mm-hmm. and I'm watching people progress and I'm giving them these things. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's, 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 repeated action mm-hmm. that somebody else, me, can see you do to yep. switch. In this case, it's not necessarily behavior. It's a movement, yep. right? To get you moving in the correct direction. Mm-hmm. Same thing with finances. Yeah. If you don't have a plan or a goal, you're going to go to the plan or goal of the person that's got one, which mm-hmm. is going to be like, finance it with us because we want your money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> get another subscription because we want your money. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm not saying don't spend, right? right? Spend and live a good life. Yeah. Um, so the podcast name, well, I don't really have a name, but the podcast theme is 
of uh, fitness, food, and finances. And mm-hmm. the reason I say that is, if you're going to have fitness and food, so you're going to live a long time, you better have money. Otherwise, <laughs> right. you're going to be a burden on somebody. <laughs> right. Or if you're going to have a lot of money, and you're not going to have fitness and food, you're not yeah. going to do your health right, yeah. then you're just going to give somebody else all your money. So what yeah. was it for, right? Yeah. So you really need, I mean, there's more that you need, but I couldn't like, you have to pick words. And mm-hmm. they were all F's, so they fit. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard about your for coaching, by the That's way. That's right, yeah, it's fun <laughs> fitness and for coaching. That's it. So, I mean, I would put like like friends and faith and yeah. future. That's yeah, cool. Like yeah, you got to yeah. have, I, I could probably put Just not French fries. No, no, yeah, so, right, yeah. yeah. Sweet potato <laughs> fries if you're going to do them. But um, guys, this stuff isn't hard. Um, in uh, COVID times, um, when the economy is going weird, I did a, a Facebook Live mm. where I tried to talk about this and we got some friends that mm-hmm. would like help people hook them up. And like, so I think three of us did it in yeah. a class like yours. Yeah. But um, I mean, it was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. So I, this is now. So yeah. what is now? We got, we, you guys have the opportunity to work one-on-one with someone or you have the opportunity to go to um, one of Jubilee's uh, um, uh, outreach programs, which yeah. is a financial piece, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't even have to be a member to go. You yeah, just say, right. hey, I'm interested in not being in debt. Yeah, I, honestly, we, we would love to run a class that is not folks who are connected to Jubilee. Right. Yeah, so that'd be and great. So, and you're going to probably see us like mix in some fun. So Aaron <clears throat> has got a bunch of guys. Well, this podcast will come out after it's probably already happened, but... Um, he had, I don't know, whatever, it's in the future now, a bunch of guys going to his house to uh, sit around a campfire, drink bourbon and smoke cigars and nice. just like have fun. And that's that yeah. Jubilee. But like, I think half the people showing up are guys from the garage yeah. that happen to go there too. So I'm like, dude, we should mix these things. And yeah. like, I think last time they threw axes and maybe yeah, they drink and axes, axes but, and knives. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, fun stuff is happening, right? That's but, right. Guys, uh, it's money. Um, yes, money can't make you happy, mm-hmm. but I tell you what, Driving your boat on the lake with the wind blowing in your hair <laughs> certainly makes you smile. And so while money can't make you happy, neither does poverty. Mm-hmm. So choose a path. Choose yeah. wealth. Choose something that you can leave your children. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a plan, you're just leaving them debt. Yeah. Have a plan. Yeah. And easy way into it is talk to somebody. Read a book. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say, well, what is their, what's the podcast called so they can look them up? The main one is called The Ramsey Show. Oh, that's easy then. It's Yeah, it's called The Ramsey Show. It's got a, a blue background. It's got little faces. They swap out the Ramsey personality faces. And and it'll be two people that host. Uh, it, they do it every day of the week. They do a three-hour block, and they release it on, on – I listen to it on Spotify. But they release it as one – episode that's that's all three hours condensed into one you can download it it's it's easy the other one that i recommended is smart money happy hour that's shorter it's about 25 to 30 minutes and they infuse the ramsey principles but it's in like pop culture things um so i am pop culturally ignorant i don't like being on the internet uh (laughs) because i'm not sure that there's a lot of great stuff on the internet uh so you know this has actually brought me into a point of of having some semblance of awareness of current events so um you know maybe you want to just learn and be entertained but it also helps teach yeah that's good stuff yeah. or if you're a reader you can pick up a book yeah, i'm not a reader right. um i do have um several of his books uh, mm-hmm. on audible so yeah. they read them to me it's yeah. really good and um again it's not rocket science you could literally do this on your own just yeah. look at look at your finances if that's you right. hate money then don't do this mm-hmm. if you feel like hey money has is a tool and I would like to utilize it, yeah. then then do this. Like, yeah. Any problem that's out there that can be solved by money isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. 
unless you have don't have the money, right? Yeah. And one way to have it is don't be dumb with it. Like That's spend right. on the smart stuff. <laughs> don't just pay for interest. Ah, right. It's just free money going out there. It's never yeah. free money. Yeah, that's yeah. right. There's always an agenda. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Any other parting thoughts? Yeah, a couple things that you just touched on there that I wanted to to highlight. One of them is you mentioned, you know, sometimes you can't see things for yourself. Uh, but it takes somebody else to point them out in you. That has been <laughs> that's been the case with everybody that I've worked with and I've probably you know, it's not it's not a huge number, but I'm, I'm on counting on fingers and toes at this point of people that I've helped. So it's more than 10. Um, and I do have more than 10 fingers, which is good. I think I have 10 toes. It's been a while since I've worked. Um, but almost all of them, when we get to the end, they're like, oh, yeah. No, that 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 makes a lot of sense. And And I think it is just helpful to see something especially trusting that somebody has walked through it themselves. That is such a big piece. And, and I've, I've walked through it and I'm still walking through it and I'm excited to be on that journey. So I love connecting uh, there. The other piece would be great if I remember, but I unfortunately don't. No, that's good. Yeah, it yeah. happens all the time. Yeah. We, we segue and we, we depart. But that's right. Um, guys, it's, it's important that you not only have health um, through your fitness, health through your money, but I'm yeah. sorry, your food, but also a healthy respect for that long life with finances. <clears throat> yep. And the, the, the thought came back to me. So I think it's very important anytime you're putting yourself through something hard to know your why and know what your motivation is. Oh, so man. for me, a big, 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 big part of my motivation to have financial freedom is generosity. Um, and so, you know, yes, it's great to have money. Yes, it's great to be, you know, able to do the things that you want to do without having to think about it. But f- it's it's an even bigger draw for me to be able to make that impact in other people's lives. Yeah. So I, I give faithfully and generously to Jubilee Church. I think that's, Bible is very clear. You should give first and foremost to your local church. But we also get to do cool stuff with our money. We've, we, you know, I've, <laughs> we've bought people cars before. They yeah. haven't been great cars, but they've been cars. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've given money towards adoptions. I got to go to Africa uh, this past summer and, and we just like, just paid for that out of, out of one month's income. It was right. like, oh yeah, I can pay for this trip. Or like your buddies down in Statesboro. Yeah. They can eat Chick-fil-A whenever they want. They can want. eat Chick-fil-A whenever they want. Yeah. Not that you should. Not I know that God you made Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> and so on most diet plans here in the South, oh, yes. you can do Chick-fil-A, That's right. but it's not really, you shouldn't do Chick-fil-A yeah. all the time. And, and you know, this is, this is something that I learned in those days of running, of the early morning wake-ups when I would have to run 10, 12 miles before going into work and like also get my kids slash kids up, um, is when you focus on that why, you're going to put in the work. You're going to put in the hard work. If you don't have a clear motivation for why you're doing those things, you're not actually going to do them. And it's easier to just stay the same. But when you have a clear picture of, hey, I'm doing this to change my family tree or because I don't want my kids to have student loan debt or because, you know, my parents still have a mortgage on their house and I want to have a different story for my life. You know, focus on that why for you. And then when you start leaning into this hard stuff, that's going to push you through. Yeah. Just so powerful. So stories are important. The stories you tell yourself is important. At the gym, I tell people all the time, what's your why? Yeah. You need a sticky why. You're not going to come in here and do this work if you don't yeah, have a why. That's right. My sticky why for health and fitness is I want to be able to coach my kids' kids yeah. in soccer. Yeah. Now, do I really care if I coach them in soccer? No. But <laughs> the point is I have a vision yeah, that's right. of me being like this. Yeah. I can stand up. I can sit down. I can wipe my own rear end. <laughs> I, I, and I'm going to be active. Yeah, my my exactly. mind is, is clear enough that I can talk to them. And, and, yep. Right? Yep. On the money side of it, my vision is I want my kids to not be stuck in W-2. They should understand the beauty of 1099. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what that is, then that's a problem. You should definitely (laughs) know what that is, right? Become your own boss if you want to. Have the the ability to, right? An easy way, literally, uh, uh, not Dave Ramsey, uh, Robert Kiyosaki said it. 
any idiot can be a landlord. Mm-hmm. I am living proof. I am any <laughs> idiot. It does. It's you buy a house that's not for you, and you let someone else live in it. That yeah. works. I mean, at the moment, I am working on evicting two people, so there is some trouble uh, in there. I mean, you got to decide: is it a business or a charity? Right. So yeah. you, it's sometimes that stuff. But have a why. Mm-hmm. I, I would dare say even a why on all of the things oh, like yeah. your, your your friendships, mm-hmm. your faith, yeah. your you know what you're doing with your kids' education. If yeah. you have a good why and you understand that principle. Mm-hmm. You'll stick to it and you'll make it happen. That's right. Now you may edit it. Yeah. But at least you're going to your destination, mm-hmm. not the guy down the street that wants you to come to, you know, wherever, <laughs> Las Vegas and have fun. I, don't know. I love that. That bad fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Last thing. So uh, we used to rent that billboard on 92 by the gym. If yep. you had that billboard and could put any message to the world, doesn't have to be health, doesn't have to be fitness, doesn't mm-hmm. have to be finances, but any message to the world right there, that billboard, what would you put on that billboard for everyone to see in the world, not in the world, on 92 in Woodstock? Oh boy. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm going to pull a George Michaels and say, you got to have faith. Oh, there you go. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, we most just, people don't know who that is. Yeah. So. Yeah. We, uh, you know, Jitterbug, uh, Jitterbug. That was and, when and he was with Wham. So that's, that's like Wham. going further yeah, back. And yeah. if, I think a lot of people would know Last Christmas, which I'm not sure if you've ever seen that oh. music video, but it is very interesting there's a lot of skiing they don't even do um music videos i don't think anymore i think yeah, mtv well, we, is we, not even we found out about this from karaoke okay. so if you google and youtube karaoke specifically so karaoke last christmas wham you'll see some All epic skiing that, and really feathered hair that would be a good question what would your um karaoke song be i might add that to my repertoire yeah, i like it yeah. i like it so i think you gotta have faith and and really with this of course i am a christian i'm a believer so like faith for me is essential yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know Shout out to Jubilee Church. But it's also faith for this motivation that we talked about. So yeah. it's it's faith that if I do these things, it will actually be worth it. It's yeah, worth yeah. it for me to go through hard things because future me will say thank you to present me that says, hey, I'm really glad you did that when you were 37 instead of, I really wish you had done something different. It's the delayed gratification, yes, I think, yes, becomes yes. the big part of it. Yeah. yeah. And the 10 million people before you are going to tell you, yes, the path works. Yeah, Just follow exactly. the lessons. All right, guys. Right. Hey, this is uh, Andy McCann with CrossFit Garage. We're down in Woodstock. Yes, we are a gym, but uh, we really believe in coaching, mentoring, and accountability. Sometimes the mentoring is this. It's finances, right? Um, in the end, our mission, our vision, the, the drive we have is we want you to be the hero of your own story. Mm. Whatever that's going to be. If your story is um, the 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 czar of Woodstock, <laughs> great. I don't know what that means, but we want to help you get there. We want you to find the tools Many times those tools are, I need motivation, and we have a group of very motivated people. Um, If you need help, we're here for you, uh, primarily on the fitness side, but food and finances. You can find us online, CrossFitGarage.com. If you're looking for Scott, you can find him through me. My phone number is on the website. Just go look it up, and you can call me or text me. My email address is Andy at CrossFitGarage.com. Um, we have uh, Instagram, Facebook, and we put things on there. I also have my own um, Instagram and Facebook accounts. You can follow those if you want. I kind of share the same sort of stuff, but get into a lot more chickens and um, <laughs> like growing your own food because it's food. How, yeah. how better to have your own food than like literally have chickens poop out yeah. eggs for you and be like, thank you, chicken. Is, they they it's, pooped them out? Is it the it's same a, hole? So chickens have, they a, have a cloaca. Yes. Yeah. I just okay. learned that word. Okay. So Jordan would love you. We played D&D with a couple guys from the gym, and he's like, it's a cloaca. I'm like, yeah. what? What? One yeah, hole. so they yeah, one hole for everything. Yep. So it's like a ring to rule them all. <laughs> so the eggs come out and they're like like wh- where is the best place to store your eggs? In the chicken. So just the <laughs> chickens. Doesn't have to be refrigerated. No. And the, so here's the crazy part too. I didn't know this about these eggs. This guys, this is bonus material just for you for sticking in to the end. Um 
if you were old enough, or if you go back and watch black and white TV, um, that's they did invent color, but it was just all black and white because that's how TVs <laughs> worked back then. If you watch like Mr. Ed or um, uh, that's the Talking Horse or My Favorite Martian or any of the uh, um, Green Acres, any of those things, mm-hmm. they're going to have a bucket of eggs on the table just sitting out. Mm. And you're thinking, wait a minute, why would they have eggs sitting out? We mm-hmm. put ours in the refrigerator. And here's why. When a chicken lays an egg, it's got a coating around it that is airtight. Huh. When you, and sometimes it has poop on it because again, the cloaca is yeah. one hole to rule them all. So it's just got <laughs> one out spout, whatever, right? And so when it comes out, sometimes it's going to have poop on it. Yeah. And you know who doesn't want to buy eggs with poop on it? Most people. Most people. <laughs> so they're like, let's dip them in ammonia and like wash them off and scrub them gently. Okay. And so that takes off the coating. Now you have to refrigerate them. Interesting. But we okay. have our eggs underneath in, in a cupboard on the shelf or down on the whatever. And yeah. they, they can sit there. I have hatched eggs that are three months old. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, somebody knew what they were doing when they made the egg. I guess the egg came first because <laughs> it can last longer. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks yep. for having me out yep. here. Thank you, and Andy. Um, guys, if you need us, we're here for you.